the only thing we have to fear. The economic health of this nation has been four essential economic freedoms. The excessive decline Three. in the dollar is It's a late rally on Wall Street. Too big to fail. Growing the economy. Growing the economy. It's amazing what's been going on with the economy. Welcome. Welcome. This is Money Talks. Money Talks. Good morning. What up, fam? You're listening to Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon, co-host today with Bill Laco and Dr. Gene Hensler. And, good morning, uh, good morning. Yeah, we rolled out the, the A-team one more time, at least, um, during this uh, very strange time. Uh, Dr. Gene tells us he's he's expecting the dogs to go crazy just about any second. So if you hear something in the background, that's what's going on. Nobody's uh, attacking him. So uh, <laughs> I think we probably ought to just go least of all my dogs, Troy. Yeah, least of all oh, I'm dogs. sure. I I mean, you feed them so well, there's no way that they're going to bite the, that hand, right? You <laughs> hope so. <laughs> <laughs> be, be the worst... Uh, Worst situation ever. I can't imagine it. Um, I've been around those dogs, and uh, they are very well cared for. <laughs> um, so uh, what do we got going on this week in the market, Bill? Um, I'm glad you asked. I know. I'm, 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 you know, I'm working away. I'm trying to, you know, Bill, Bill trying to determine, nose you know, to the grindstone. Do, do we have, do we have, how many cases of COVID-19 do we have? Do we have one, 12, 5 million, 18 trillion? Yeah. I mean, you know, now the numbers are coming out. Everybody's got it. Uh, you know what? Yeah, because supposedly in New York, they, they said 14% of the people they tested, out-tested. So they're estimating they've got, you know, like 3 million cases in New York or something like that. Right. And and obviously many of those folks that uh, had it didn't even know. So they're right. testing anybody now uh, and and turning up that there were a lot of carriers. Where we used to think that the uh, fatality rate was about 3%, if you use the new numbers, they're saying 0.6%. So, uh, I, you know, as as we go along, uh, it seems like uh, some some real strange math going on. But, I, you know, we know uh, so little about what we're dealing with at the moment. Uh, not a huge surprise to me, I guess. Um, looking at returns, let's talk about that. The S&P 500 is down 13.33% year to date. Worst sector. 42% lost in energy. But strangely enough, you know, the bottom of the market uh, at this point this year uh, was March 23rd, 2020, obviously. Uh, from that point, we're up 25.18%. Energy, the big winner, up 45.9%. A huge rally in energy off the bottom. But we saw you still some got news. oil under 20 bucks a barrel, so it tells know, you how low it was. It's really strange to see some yeah. of that. You know, the the front contract made a lot of news this week, and by that I mean the May contract on oil. Um, uh, there's, it's hard to explain exactly what's going on, but there is an ETF out there that only uh, trades in that early contract the next month. USO. <clears throat> USO, yeah, and it had uh, it owned 26% of that <laughs> particular contract, and uh, guess what? It never can take receipt of oil. Uh, so if you trade in, in uh, futures and you can't receive it, you got to sell at some point. Uh, people realize that uh, that they would take just about any price, and we saw oil go negative in price, at least on that one contract this past week. A very strange situation. 
But well, if you don't look, allow the try, try, don't allow the traders say um, sell or in that case have to buy and then go, just go buy a contract further out. That's correct. So they don't have any cash out of their pocket. Exactly. And and what USO did was just that. And going forward, I believe they're trying to spread or diversify their holdings so that uh, that they're not in that position uh, quite as bad. While we see the the volatility uh, continue in that space, uh, this week alone, the last five days, energy up 12 percent, uh, while the market is slightly positive. Um, so, uh, you know, things that we've seen so far, uh, this is far from a normal situation. That's the reason we got Dr. Gene on, right, Doc? Yeah, well, listen, you know, the interesting thing about uh, this time is, is that usually uh, this is offset by the consumer having more money in their pocket. Remember when gasoline was four bucks a gallon or something? Correct. Every time it dropped. But right now, I don't really care how much gasoline is i i have I nobody's just driving i drove my, my car the other day i looked yeah. down there and i haven't put anything in it in a month i oh, know it's gallons per week right, right. <laughs> you know uh, I mean, geez, or weeks don't per be. gallon i don't know <laughs> figure out which way to do Might that math at this but. point uh one thing that we have seen that uh that is driving uh energy prices higher at this point is uh china continues to come back online and they are a big um industrial producer a manufacturer uh, and they are buying uh, quite a bit of oil. So uh, while Saudi Arabia and Russia have agreed to slow down their production, uh, there's still a glut. We've got uh, way more supply than we have demand. And uh, that's it's really not expected. If you look at uh, futures, I think the June and July contracts are the only two that are really uh, heavily impacted at the moment, showing that uh, lack of demand in, in uh, oil. So um, uh, uh, Troy, something I just just saw on um, uh, Fox Business sure. just before it came on was is that China was two months ahead of us. Otherwise, their peak was two months ago right. versus us. And, and, and today, they are back to 95% of their full economy. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, I, I've now, been reading now some of Now, we can't do it as too. fast because we can't say everybody open and everybody go to work. Right. But, uh, can't force them uh, out. That's a, that's a pretty good indication, however, that these economies can turn around fairly rapidly. Yeah, and and just as we've been expecting, the the world there looks much different than it did, you know, six months ago, too. Um, I think they have to go uh, through significant checks. About, uh, what I read was uh, four different temperature checks, and anybody with a, a uh, temperature above 91 degrees has to go see the doctor and answer a bunch of questions. 91? 91, yeah. No. 101. Uh, no, no, no. It's it's lower. 98.6 uh, is normal. But what, what temperature are you talking about? 99.1. I'm sorry. 99.1. I lost my mind. Well, they, now, they gotta, said it in Celsius. We're going to have at 91. Yeah, they said it in, in Celsius degrees. <laughs> my temperature is a little low. It's not 91, though. It's always around 97 degrees. I say. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to check that again. Yeah, if you're 91, you showed up to work dead. <laughs> yeah. You died 12 hours ago. Exactly. <laughs> How'd you get here? I think would be the first question, right? Uh, anyway, 99.1. Uh, sorry okay. about that. Um, existing home sales, as you might imagine right now, nobody wants to go and see a house. They've tried various things, and I still don't believe that it's working, but we do see... 
uh, 8, 8.5% lower uh, relative to, you know, the previous month. And, uh, you know, there's really just not much going on with home sales. Uh, house prices came out this week as well. Um, and uh, we had a, a slight increase of 0.7% uh, from the month earlier in, in February. So this was March numbers. Uh, jobless claims, the big news from this week, uh, hit 4.4 million jobs, uh, initial claims for for, uh, unemployment, which drives the uh, insured unemployment rate to about 11%, which means anyone who was uh, able to to, uh, draw unemployment <clears throat> would have been uh, included in that, so 11%. They expect that to go to about 15%, which is significantly higher than we saw in 2007 and 8. I think the, the peak at that point was 10%. Um, but, uh, it, you know, it seems like the the market, uh, when you look at how it's acted, might be discounting a lot of this, and, and I believe so. And, Dr. Gene, I think uh, your point about China and how quickly they've come uh, back online is probably a lot of that. Uh, you see that. Um, you see that. I, I think the market's looking past a lot of this. Of course, we really don't know what happens next. Uh, we know that earnings are are uh, being uh, released right now, and they they haven't been uh, good by any stretch of the imagination. The S and P 500 has. Uh, um, we're, we're reporting first quarter. So, you know, we lost a couple of weeks off the first quarter, um, in a, in a normal quarter, at least, um, 20% of the S and P has reported and, uh, the, the, uh, results are showing earnings are down about 20% relative to, uh, this time last year. Uh, which is about six percent below what analysts would have figured. So uh, even even those uh, sell side analysts that usually try to paint a little bit rosier picture, uh, they didn't they didn't get it right at all this time. So uh, you know there's there's obviously a lot going on in the market and it's hard to know what it, comes it's next. It's hard to read hard to read everything. Bill, you're telling me that you don't want to buy a treasury right now, a ten year treasury at 061 percent. It's not I mean, that's, that's not good for you. You know what is uh, pretty interesting? It, you know, I've got a rate sheet in front of me. Um, AAA munis right now at 2.4% on a 10-year. That's not so bad. But, uh, you know, when you sit and think about that even, uh, inflation in March, according to CPI, was 1.5%. You're still barely positive. But, you know, Dr. Gene, that's been the way it's that our, our yield curve has worked for quite a while. Uh, uh, Troy, do you, uh, I hate to catch you off guard, but do you have the uh, rate on the ones that, that are uh, uh, inflation adjusted? Uh, no, I don't have that in front of me. Uh, you're, well, no, I got Treasury zeros, if that's what you're wanting to see. No, uh, I, there, isn't there a, a Treasury out there that, that guarantees you percent above the inflation rate? Yeah, they do have those, but I don't have that in front of me. Because um, that might be a negative interest rate. Uh, very well could be. It's supposed to adjust, and I think it does it on a monthly basis. So uh, even if it is at the moment, it uh, um, you know you still should have uh, a rate that's that it's going to be slightly positive, but not very much. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. 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 Ten-year Treasuries at point six is hard to justify. You know, 
for anybody who's at least bit risk tolerance and for people who have plenty of liquidity, I don't have all their needs for 10 years and just are piling up cash. I, I still ought to tell you, you know, something like our equity income portfolio. I mean, that's right. That's where I'd be putting my money. That's where I am putting my money. So yeah. it's not like I'm talking out turn here. Yeah. So uh, Dr. Gene's talking about a, a portfolio of stocks that actually pay a dividend. Um, obviously, they fluctuate in price as uh, the stock market goes up and down. Um, our particular uh, choice in that has, um, you know, we try to get a, a well-diversified portfolio where we uh, have exposure to every sector. I think at the moment we're, we don't hold anything in, in, uh, uh, in IT, but uh, information technology is just hard to find a company that pays a reasonable dividend. But that portfolio at the moment has got a yield that's still right around 4%, and that's while it's holding... Uh, some oil stocks, some energy companies uh, that are paying dividends over nine percent. Now, you know, those are questionable. That's the reason they're so high. That's exactly. That, sometimes that's a sign to worry, isn't it, Troy? It is, and and to be honest with you, I do worry about those. Uh, it's something that me and my research team have been watching very closely over the last month or two. As uh, oil prices are low, it means that their profitability is going to be squeezed, and and we watch very closely for. Uh, whether or not their earnings are significant enough to pay that dividend out at at some point in the future. So uh, we watch them closely, but like I say, a 4% uh, yield on an equity portfolio. Um, and, and, oh, by the way, if uh, interest rates stay low, which I would have to think that our government will want so that they can continue to service the debt that they've just amassed, um, you know, they, they don't uh, drive the market in any means, but... Uh, they do set the uh, the cornerstone to many of the market's uh, indications. But, um, you know, all things considered, uh, while fixed income rates continue lower, I would imagine that uh, even if they fell further, you're going to have the benefits of a price increase on those equities and, and uh, continue to... Yeah, you know, over any period of time, it, ju- it, it, just, right. it just makes a lot of sense. But again, again this is this is money that you don't need for 10 years. I yeah. make that clear. I'm not suggesting that money you need for in your 10th year should be in stocks. I still think in spite of the horrible returns, yeah. you, need to, you need to protect yourself. And psychologically, it's helpful. Right. Yeah, you, you avoid the volatility of equity markets, especially at times like this. But we try to keep our clients um, always in that uh, situation where, uh, if volatility arises, and let's face it, February 1st, did anybody see this coming? I'd say no. Nope. Uh, but, I don't uh, think anybody saw the recovery in the stock market prices. Either. Exactly, yeah. And, and you know, we can talk about that a little later as well. But uh, at the moment, we probably need to take a real quick break. And when we come back, maybe we'll kick that notion around as far as valuation in the market. In fact, we've had a yeah. question, I think, this week about some of that. Well, let's take a real quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk a little more finance. Stick around. You're listening to Money Talks. They paid paradise and put up a fucking line. With a pink hotel, a boutique, and a swinging hot spot. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. 
The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.